The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too And welcome, my brother, my brother, meaning advice show for the modern era. My name is Justin Mac. I'm going to get this right. No, that was it. No, he's got to say, I'm your oldest brother, Justin Mac. Oh, damn. Yeah. That's not it. Hello, everybody. Welcome, my brother, my brother, me, and advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. I'm your sweet baby brother, Griffin McElroy. No fooling around with this intro. No, straight. No, straight to the straight. point. No faking. Cooking MCs like a pound of bacon. Stop it. Brrr. What's that noise? That's Justin being very cold. Justin, how's the weather where you are? Thanks for asking, Travis. It is a trop- winter storm. Tropical winter storm. Tropical winter storm, Jareth, <laughs> is having its way with us uh, right now. Um, and I, uh, let me tell you guys, winter prep is so important yeah, when sure. you're in blizzard conditions. Life or death. I almost, I almost wasn't ready. Oh, oh no! Boy. But listen, I don't want you to worry. I am now sitting here with a, I would guess twenty to twenty-five ASMR videos, oh my uh, God. just stacked. <laughs> That'll on, get you through. I yeah, I loaded the hard drive. I got an external hard drive. Uh, oh, how how big are these fucking ASMR videos? Well, I how I, big is the hard drive? I get them in HHD, so it. It, uh, that's high. Like, that's just high, high definition. High, high definition. Yeah. And uh, uh, yeah. I so as far as winter prep goes, I've got probably twenty five ASMR videos. You know, Justin, I'm glad that you've been listening to Bunker Buddies because when we did our winter prep episode, we said the number one priority was ASMR because what you don't want to do is wait till the storm hits and then everyone's rushing to the right. store like, wait, here's yeah. the ASMR videos, and it's just like we sold out of those weeks ago. See, I right. from for my money. I like because you're going to be trapped inside for for God months potentially. Um, I like the idea of just like just me and the kids, and we're, we all get together and we make our own ASMR videos. We get some crinkly sure. paper, we get some crinkly paper of our own, and we talk really really soft up close on a microphone together. You get some press on nails to tap on a on a wooden table. Mm-hmm. We just we, um, uh, kind of dig your fingers through those glass beads that you put in aquariums. That sounds actually pretty good, Trav. Well, the last thing you want to do, especially if you're trapped in the house, is get some like cut rate bargain basement ASMR videos where it's just like a dude being like, I'm going to rub your head. Like, you don't want that. You know, you want like, if you're going to be listening to it for years, possibly, you want it to be like the best quality you can get. And that's why I always do glass beads. In the last uh, in the last winter storm we had, I wasn't prepared, and I bought some unlicensed ASMR from a guy in a dark alleyway, and it turned out to just be Wendy's training videos for how to use the shake machine. Mm-hmm. And that's not, that's hey, not buddy, a trigger. Hey, buddy, 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 you're looking for some soft sounds. Soft sounds over soft here. Soft sounds, soft serve. Get over here, my man. He kind of spoke in ASMR. 
Which is pretty amazing. Which is my trigger. Back alley yeah. ASMR is actually one of my triggers. Ah, damn it, I forgot food. Well, well shit. You're going to have to eat your cat. Going to have to eat my You're gonna food. Going to alf it up. and <laughs> <laughs> it up, I said what? Listen, the only thing that's going to get you through now, Justin, is you have to lower your heart rate and your energy <laughs> consumption levels to a very, very low, like, just barely alive point. Like, you're going to need to get into a bathtub. And I think, actually, the ASMR videos are, might help you out with this to mm-hmm. just to get you on that bliss. But then I'm you're going to have some videos to bring you back from the point of death. <laughs> some, like, heavy metal monster truck kind of thing to get the blood rate, you know, back up once, like, June hits. Just a monster truck just driving over a bunch of different heavy metal bands. I've, yeah. uh... I'm uh, a snuff, I, I, a snuff I, film of medi- of heavy metal bands, which I is cons- the natural opposite to ASMR. Yes, I am conserving my ASMR videos too. I'm trying to make not use them all up, so I got the window shrunk down, so I only see about a quarter of of them as I'm watching them because I don't want to burn through them all all at once. You know that seems foolhardy just because I got a big stack. You know what sucks <clears> is I'm in I'm in Texas and the weather here is great, but I still you know I don't like to leave the house basically ever. Um, so last time I was out at the store, I bought like 40 hams, but I didn't get any ASMR videos. That's so stupid. <laughs> Listen, let's get on with the advice. I feel my generator's about to die. And my and genitals have, feel warm. And I have to save enough energy to watch ASMR videos for the rest of the weekend. Yeah, sure. So I, I really, are you doing okay though? This is the real brother part. No, of but me. really, are you all right? No, I mean, we were like wicked prepared. Like it, it let me say this. It sucks, like because it's like it's weird because you don't really think about the closest comparison is like Christmas. It's like, well, I better. I hope you have everything because you can't get nothing. Like it's like that, but could last for days because I can't get nothing. You can't get. You literally can't get anything. Can't get anything. I uh, yeah, I can't get anything. I made a run. This was scary. I almost didn't have rum chata. Ooh. All right, let's start the show. This is this is your your privilege has been showing for the past seven minutes, and it's making me sick. Uh, I, Put your no, privilege okay, away. Kidding, I was kidding about the ranchada, but I also did not have brandy, so it was like a winter storm without the cavassier. I yeah. would rather not. Thank you. Um, Where do you? Hey, can I ask you a question? Where do you winter storm? Oh me. <laughs> I go to Justin's Lodge. We have rum chata and brandy drinks. Mixed we together. Li- we listen to soft sounds, and we just try to lower our heart rate down to just a barely alive level. It's the, really bl- the only way to do it. It's the, it's the only way to winter storm. I keep looking outside thinking that it would have slowed or perhaps slacked or perhaps stopped in any way. Nah. It is still going like full tilt boogie the same this as it was. This is so weird because we're <laughs> recording this in the past when people are listening to it. Like people could be listening to this long after we've lost contact with Justin. This could be my last like transmission. This could well, be like your Martian. Still please, it. please that, listen. Well, this is crucial. I have a baby. If... Uh, this is my last transmission. This is so important. Please bring a portable television and hold up ASMR videos to my <laughs> office window and just smash it with a brick. Yeah. I just have to hear the soft tingles. Um, I, I will say, if this is your last episode, that's really too bad because we've spent the last eight minutes of the show's 60-minute runtime talking about the weather. Yeah, but the good news is no one will think of it as the one where they talk about ASMR. That's It'll be the, the last one. <laughs> like, the last one in the series of, f- like, 40. Yeah. When we finally hit on that hilarious weather chat. Let's do uh, it. Yeah, let's do it. My wife's dad, two brothers and brother-in-law all go on a yearly grouper fishing trip. How grouper do you fish? 
Yeah, how do you like designate? Like, all right, only the grouper come on up and bite, bite this shit. Maybe they just go to like a grouper farm. Get the fuck out of here, Cod. It's grouper time. Groupers, we. It's time for the reckoning. You know what's up. Well, come, I would come on up here. I mean, I would imagine that you. Uh, w- it would be based on your bait, right? You use like group grouper dogs, the favorite yeah. snack. Grouper snacks, the favorite. Yeah. Grouper crisps. Oh, that's like my if favorite. You, if you're doing, if you're doing like group loops, <laughs> if you're like doing grouper trolling out Miami, it's a pretty easy tactic to catch decent sized gag groupers on a shallower patch reef. Mm-hmm. Just get a standard fifty pound trolling outfit. That'll do the job. Yeah, you unfurl a waterproof grouper pornographic pornogra- pornographic magazine. Yeah. <laughs> took, took me yeah. a couple of runs at that one. Just uh, make sure you're using a strong shock leader of approximately 25 feet connected by crimps to 100 pounds. Salmon, salmon, porno, salmon, salmon pornography will work, too. Groupers are really down to climb with just anything. They're very open-minded fish. They're pretty dirty. Anyway, we're on a grouper fishing trip. Right now. They're all pretty strong fishmen. No, wait. They're all pretty strong men. I've gone the past two years. The first year, I wasn't able to pull up a fish. Yeah, the she's a heavy year, fish, I, the grouper. The second year, I got seasick. Uh... The second year, I got seasick. Should I bow out of all future trips? Should I keep going for the camaraderie? They give me a hard time about it, but will probably still make fun of me for not going. Uh, frustrated fishing failure. You I mean, if have you can't, to go. You have to go. But, like, one of these years, can you please show up and just be diesel? Like, what better... <laughs> What would be better than be like, anybody, any of you need help lifting fish? <laughs> oh, God, I've, what happened to Dave? I'm worried about him. I got fish lifters, baby. And they kiss I've been lifting fish 24-7. <laughs> oh, my God. Have you seen Dave lately? Look at his just glistening <laughs> fish lifters. <laughs> his shirt. This shirt is big enough for my chest, but not my fish lifters. Has he been deadlifting fish? Wouldn't mind having those fish lifters wrapped all around me in the cold water. They're only for fish, Victoria. (laughs) I lift fish and I lift spirits. Uh, Victoria, I lift a nationwide morale. Victoria, would you mind opening the door for me? You, you, I'm holding two bags of of groceries, and both your hands are free. I'm, I, Victoria. You know the arrangement. These are fish lifters. I, I can't impress your brothers. I can't use these for anything <laughs> other than lifting fish. I want a divorce day. Fish. Can I still go on the fishing trip? Please don't take this away from me. Having big, sick fish lifters is going to be a very good move. And you can use that for a lot of things. And I feel like that's another catch-all for us. Like, just get extremely (laughs) physically attractive or get extremely, extremely powerful. Like, really very powerful. Fish Diesel. Um, He's my favorite actor. One sweet thing would be to act like you like have huge fish lifters, and then act like you can't lift the fish. Like say, "Oh, it's too heavy." Oh, having a hard. Oh yeah, and put then, a dramatic arc into. Oh, nice. oh, and then it's a really tiny fish, and everybody gets a good laugh. A lot oh, of no, back no, I was just gonna say you could tear it in half. Just tear it in half while they watch, and then lift <laughs> it. Like that's better. That's much uh, easier. He did it. He's the chosen one. Can you get? Fish in half. Do, can you get? Ah, see, I was going to propose a plan, and then I realized my own fatal flaw in the plan. I'll propose the plan first, then I'll explain what the fatal flaw is. The proposed plan that I wanted to put forward is you have Dwayne the Rock Johnson in a scuba suit underneath the boat, just holding on for dear life, and then when you catch the fish and reel it up, he lifts it into the boat for you. Um, uh-huh. But then he hides it. Maybe he's wearing a ghillie suit. Uh, the fatal flaw in that is there is no way you're going to keep the rock from just unhinging his jaw and eating that fish hole, because he eats like uh-huh. fucking 12 pounds of cod every single day. If he sees because any he protein, hates cod, not because he's hungry, 
Well, he, he loves he loves getting boss fish lifters too. He needs mm-hmm. to maintain them. That's why Lady Gaga wouldn't wear her meat dress around him. Who would have just like, oh, no, pop it? Yes. No red meat. No red meat. Just that good cod. Oh, no. Just that good, good cod? Yeah. What if, if say he's unable to get those, like for medical reasons, he can't get diesel fish lifters. I would say the alternate he's got ending little bird of this bones. movie. But isn't, isn't the ending of this movie always like, you can't do it, but then they get into some kind of scrape, and like they're unable to do something that, like, oh, yeah, skinny like, hey, Todd like, can fix the engine because he can slide through the ducks. Like, maybe, <laughs> like, you can't... <laughs> You can't lift the fish, but then one of them needs help setting up a tumbler. Yeah. And you're like, here, no problem. Allow oh, me. but let me help you post the pictures of your fish. <laughs> click, 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 click. <gasps> Skinny Todd, you did it. You but did this it. movie. Get back in the engine. You realize. <laughs> back in the engine, Skinny Todd. <laughs> you realize this movie's going to end with Skinny Todd falling into the water, and everybody gets really worried, but then he tr- magically transforms into a fish. <laughs> the skinny Todd limpet, and then they all learn to love fish, and they stop and miss the fish. Todd, and they miss Todd very much. Everybody misses very Todd much. He's a fish now. He can't talk or think or anything. He's a fucking fish. He's a fish, and then they catch him, but then they let him go, and, and it's then, very touching. And they let him go, and as they throw Todd back, fish Todd back into the water, as he flying through the air, who's that? Pops out of the water like fucking <laughs> Jason unhinges his jaw. It's the Rocky eats Todd hole. Then it's a horror. It was a horror movie the whole time. Did you guys want to Yahoo? Yes, yeah, please. for sure. Or it's, did you want me to read the summary of the Incredible Mr. Limpet? Nah, it's fucking crazy. No, what we if people don't know. Literally less than ten episodes ago. Um, but what if okay. they don't know, Griffin? This one was sent yeah, in by. They miss that one. This one was sent <laughs> in by Dan Bodwin. Uh, uh, and just based on how poorly I pronounce that, um, it's not Bowden well that I said it right. Nice. And it's by Yahoo Answers user Nutty. I didn't really know how to pronounce that. It's like nutty, but there's extra T's and I's. Anyway, Nutty asks, extremely short tongue for kissing. Wait. I have Sorry? I have very short tongue. Let's oh. say I'm sticking out my tongue straightly, and its length is not even half an inch from the teeth to the end of the tongue. Jesus. It's a... I, it's extremely short tongue. They said it in the fucking title. Why are you surprised? But that just seems like he lost some in an accident. It's like this not even half an inch from the teeth to the end of the tongue. I am so serious about this. And it makes me so sad whenever my girlfriend and I make out. She does most of jobs, and it is so hard for me to do my moves, you know. Please need advice on technique, lol. Help, lol. It's probably this, this dear heart. It's probably hard for them to say lol. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was going to say, like, I, your girlfriend's upset about you not being able to do your kiss moves, but she's fine with the fact that you, like, can't say T. Like, you can't say any T's or most letters. What if he really just has a really deep mouth? That is oh. another. Yeah. His tongue is perfectly normal length, but inside it is cavernous. Baby, 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 baby. I have a lot of inner tongue, and if you want to meet it, you're going to have to come to me. Maybe his face looks like Alec Baldwin's in Beetlejuice when they do the stretch All right. out beaky face. All right. Follow okay. me here. Stretch out beaky face. <clears throat> All right. All right. No, I I, which, right. which would make it hard to do some kiss moves because your eyeballs are in there, if I remember. Yeah. Sure. I'd see, what I like better is less you have an elongated beak-like mouth and more that you just have a regular head and mouth and everything, but your tongue starts really far back, like way wicked back. Like mid esophagus. Yeah, like super like, duper back. 
there's like a pretty good question that nobody really wants to address. Yeah. You know the tip of your tongue, right? Yeah. What yeah. is what is the other lots end? of lots of people know the tip of my tongue, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Sweet. Like what's in a the job other interview end? setting? What what's the other end connected to? Your Shit. Feet. <laughs> no, I mean like <laughs> it runs all the way down. <laughs> like envision your tongue, right? Uh-huh. Like it's going imagine you're going on a ride down the back of your throat, right? You're on your tongue. <laughs> Oh God! Oh fuck! Oh God! Slow the fuck down, Justin. You get you get past the uvula, and then you're just like, "What? What's going on at the back of your tongue?" Yeah, where's it? What if it's not connected? But if you think about it too hard, your tongue falls (laughs) out. You just choked to death right there, right there in your tongue. Oh fuck! This is the most excited this podcast has ever made me. Oh great! (laughs) Oh no! Uh, Here's another question. I received a Bob Ross painting kit. For Wait, you just get you're giving up on short tongue? We were afraid of your erections. I feel like, yeah, actually, Travis, thank you for putting a, a point on it. That's exactly what happened. Uh, we don't do enough questions on this show anymore. My whole thing for 2016 is like, let's do more questions. Okay, well, that's fine. It's just like the happiest of questions made me in a long time, but let's just blow, clean over it. Li- listen to this part at one at one point five speed. Like, that okay. was a premium swallow. So I do have to point out. <laughs> Uh, I received a Bob Ross painting kit for Christmas, and I've done some paintings. I would love. By the way, if you're looking for a considerate gift to get me, P.O. Box 54, <laughs> a Bob Ross painting kit, as long as it comes with all the required accoutrement. What a, like what a tasteful. By, paint by numbers? I guess, yeah. It's just like, like an nice. instructional video. I like them, and I want to hang them, but is that a little arrogant? <laughs> this is what an is amazing question. To hang your own mediocre. <laughs> That's from artistically acute in yeah. Arkansas. If you wow. do this, you have to have permanently attached to your hand a glass filled with red wine. Yeah. All uh, the time. So oh. you can gesture to your art. Yeah, that shit, that shit was me. What you're seeing right there is how I see the world beautifully. That's my mountain. That's my mountain. I made it. That is my mountain wife. I took all of my experiences throughout my life and the emotions I was feeling that day, and I committed them to canvas. I I don't know. Like, it it kind of depends on how the painting was wrought, right? Like, if you follow along the video, I think that's fine. If you were filling in the parts that he told you to fill, like, if it was, like, Travis said, a, a paint by numbers or what have you, like... That gets a little dicier for me. I feel like that that is not something you necessarily need to unless display. you p- unless you pitch it as a oh this one this is a me and Bob collabo. <laughs> I collaborated on this That's artistic a Bob Steve original. Yeah, he oh, told me you to eyeballing use... my art. He told me to use periwinkle here, and I went with azure. Went with what? Azure. All right. You added like color. three syllables. The color is yeah. I think it's, it's Azure, not Azure. Azure, I think, is the color. I'm like 900% sure you're being a ding-dong right now. I believe it's Azure. I think it's Azure. It would Does your opinion f- change on this question depending on the quality Azure. of the finished product? Azure. Azure. <laughs> yeah, that's right, motherfucker. Azure. Azure. Okay, so just to be clear, in case you've been listening for a long time, Griffin is now siding with a robot over his brother. Okay, come on. Um, the robot's siding with me, if anything. Azure. 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 <laughs> <laughs> now make it say dirty words. Hey, can you make okay. it say, like, make it say butthole? 
I don't think. I don't think. Make it say Justin. butthole. Justin, make it say butthole. But hole. <laughs> but hole. Yay! Are you doing it as two different hole. words? Yeah, it doesn't have butthole together. <laughs> hey, check this out. Shit. <laughs> That's pretty good. I found one. I found one. Can I try? Yeah. Butthole. That's how they think butthole does. <laughs> Any more? Penis. Fuck. Penis. Penis. This is top notch. Penis. This is good jokes right here. This is going to be our first Penis. charged Penis. for episode. <laughs> for pay. Griffin's going to be editing this and he's going to be like, it's 30 minutes long. I had to cut the 20 minutes where they let robots say words. What was I thinking? Why did I encourage that? Hey, listen, I got one coming in hot. Hold on. Premium. Fuck. Boy. Yay! <laughs> I asked. I actually asked it to say Justin McElroy, and that's what it came out with. That's weird. I hope that this is a lot of people's first episodes. <laughs> Shh, wait, I have... Hold on, wait. Here's one. Hello, my name is Derek, and I am a premium fuckboy. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Derek. Would anyone like some penis tricks? Some what? <laughs> Would anyone like some what? What are those? <laughs> tricks you do with your dinger. Oh, uh, let's get back on the fucking saddle. Um, what were we even doing or talking about? Bob oh. Ross. I think it's. I think it's. I think it's a bad, bad taste. I don't think you can do it. I don't make fucking episodes of this podcast my ringtone. You know what I mean? Oh, it, I do. I play my podcast for people, and I watch them enjoy it. Well, and then I shush them if they try to talk during <laughs> it. Then where do you where do you land on the? Mounting your own paintings. I think you have to do it, but in a special room that you invite people in and like, oh, oh, are you having a good time? Thank you for joining me in my home this evening. Can I show you what I'm really proud of? Can and I? then you throw open the door and it's floor to ceiling, your own Bob Rossian paintings. Can and I? And you refer to them as your children. I want to ask you a question, Travis. Yes? Because I know you're not joking about making people listen to your podcast. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, especially like really funny parts. And uh-huh. I have done the same thing. With people who like ask you like what's a podcast or what, what's your show like, so here's my question to you: When you're forcing someone to listen to a podcast you made, uh huh, what do you think the appropriate thing is to do with your eyes, both your eyes and their eyes? Where should everybody be looking for the four minutes that you are listening to your own podcast? Because I, I'll be damned if I can come. Like you're not looking at the screen. There's nothing there. So do you keep eye contact with the person and just sort of like my nod go slowly? To, my go-to is to look off in the middle distance, but kind of like squint a little bit like I'm trying to remember a childhood friend's name. Like you're watching a movie based on the things that you're saying oh somewhere God. in another because room. Because I'm waiting. It's like I'm waiting for like some kind of clue or to drop where they'll be like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I love this. That's what I'm waiting for anybody I'm with to see. I like, think I'm waiting it, for them to say that. I think it is bogus that you're trying to justify making other people listen to your show with you in the room based on like informational, it's informational value. When like, if you're a chef and you're like, oh, I make pie for a living and somebody's like, I don't know what's a pie. I don't know what pie is. You don't have to be like, well, I guess I have to cook a pie now because I'm a genie and you said my code word. Would you there just, be a human being alive, Griffin, that if you sat them down and said, watch me, um, I'm a professional pie maker, 
watch me make this pie for you, that they'd be like, oh, God, I hate this. Well, no, because pies add something to society, while podcasts, I would say, if anything, detract. Detract, yeah. It's also helpful um, sometimes, like, if you're getting near a really funny part and you know you're about to say a super funny joke. Oh, here it comes. Oh, just, and they You talk? just stare at the person, and if they start to say something, like, no, just listen, listen, listen. Uh, let me run it back. You missed. Okay, hold on. What's wh- what's weird, Travis, is that you uh, in in real life because right now this is the digi world. Now that people are downloading and listening to this, they are in this this podcast. Us talking is now in the digi world. In real life, you just did this to one of your friends with that text to speech part that just happened. And you're like, oh, and when fuck, you said fuck. one of my friends, you mean my wife? Yeah, which uh, is the only person that will hang out with me anymore. Yo, T Bird, this shit is about to get sick. They make a robot talk <laughs> about penis tricks. You're gonna love it. Please don't interrupt. Please, please keep it down. I know you've had a cough all day. If you could try and curtail it just a little bit while the robot does the says penis tricks. It's also important to know if the person talks, you pause it and sigh heavily, and then turn to them and say, "I'm sorry. What? What? What was it? This is my art, but I guess that's. I just thought about hanging a painting that I made. Uh, and it made. Well, okay. Here's the thing, actually. Um, there's a, there's this website called Canvas on Demand, and they do these insane, like, uh, canvas print deals all the time for photos, uh, and Rachel and I have done it. I think we have three of these nice canvas things, uh, that are based on, uh, pictures that I've taken, like, some from our honeymoon in Japan and one from our trip to Hong Kong, and we do ha- we actually do have those hanging up in the house. Same principle? Sounds pretty boring to me. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, Julie, I don't know why she said that. Honest advice time, you can do it, but you just can't be pretty. Because you can be proud of a thing you make. There's nothing wrong with that. Well, I don't fucking, when people come into the house, I'm not just standing by my canvas. What if the photo is a tasteful nude? Of like myself? Uh huh. Or someone else? No, like yourself, and you hang it Justin, like you've been quiet for a table. while. Are you making that robot say shit? <laughs> no, I am not. I was thinking about whether or not I would have the guts to display a painting of my own. Yeah, well, so, can you do me a favor, and as you're thinking about it, just say your feelings, like, as you're thinking them? Uh, I think art and craft are really two separate things, aren't they? Damn, that's good. Yeah. Well, this is what happens if we let Justin be quiet for a couple of minutes. He thinks yeah. up some really dope shit to say. Like, think about that for a second. There's a difference between art and craft, and I don't think, I think that by displaying art, you're saying, you're making a statement. By displaying craft, you're bragging, and that's what se- that's where it separates from me. Is like when you make a piece of art that you some comes from some creative place of your soul, and then you put it on display. You're saying like this is an important thought to me. This is but an what's important the concept. Deline- what's the delineation there for painting? Because then you could actually get because you're not if you're doing something that Bob Ross told you to do. I don't classify that as an a work of art because what if, it's about the craft of how you reenact it. Now, if you what if Bob Ross did something that you told him to do? <laughs> what is this? Is this, a, is this a genuine Bob Ross? Yeah, it's a. You like that shit? I was like, Yo, Bob, my boy, do a snowy caldera, and he was like, You got it, and he did it, and he was like, Hey, man, I just put paint to canvas. You're the fucking mind behind this thing. That Bob would Ross. be a collabo. That's a really good point. Actually, that's a sick collabo. See, that's, that's what sick. we need to do. We need to start up. A fucking art studio for people who cannot paint, but there we will we will have painters come in and do just like contract work, like just like do me up a do me up one of Homer Simpson on uh and but he's uh like he's pissing on the Ford logo and this really good artist is like you got it and then they craft this painting to your specifications, but it's your art, it's your art, you you did the art, 
And then you put your name on it. Yeah. The greatest tragedy in the world is that Bob Ross died before I could make him paint Bart Simpson peeing on a Ford logo. Homer Simpson. Calvin. Well, it's Bart Simpson peeing on Homer Simpson, who's peeing on Calvin, who's peeing on the Ford logo all the way down. (laughs) It's like a fountain. Hey, guys, listen, we've talked for long enough. Let's go to the money zone, you choice bits of beefsteak. Okay. That's my assistant, Bridget. (laughs) (laughs) You need to have an HR discussion with her. I feel very uncomfortable in the workplace. Yeah, it's, it seems really... I'm sorry, were you podcasting? Yes, I, you, Bridget, I told you I was. You please get out of my office. Hey there, Bridget. What a smooth and sexy voice you have. Bridget, baby, are you still there? <laughs> Talk to me, stud rocket. ASL. <laughs> Should I leave? Yes. <laughs> it's about to get strange. All right, let's go to the money zone. No. Okay. <laughs> I'm, almost I'm almost finished. I'm almost I'm almost finished. I'm almost finished. I'm almost finished. Here we go. Oh, oh, oh. Damn. I done flooded my basement. <laughs> I done flooded my basement? What? I had an O. <laughs> In me trousers. <laughs> Guys, listen, it's time to get serious, okay? Welcome to Money Zone. My Brother, My Brother and Me is brought to you in part by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform. Squarespace sites look professionally designed regardless of your skill left. With no coding required, you can start your free trial site today. With no credit card required, at squarespace.com. Use the offer code MYBROTHER, all one word, to get 10% off, of your first purchase. Squarespace, build it beautiful. I used Squarespace to start up my shrimp porn site. <laughs> Man, I really don't understand computers. I don't either. What are they into these days? Uh, Squarespace, you- uh, my brother is the code. You get 10% off your first purchase. Uh, listen to the robots. Um, if you would like to see the kind of thing you can do on Squarespace.com, I recommend checking out McElroyShows.com, uh, a website I made. That'll give you links to all the McRoy projects and Twitter accounts and Facebook accounts. Thank you for putting Griffin's Amiibo Corner on there. You're welcome. Yes, I appreciate it. Let me tell you about uh, Bowling Branch. Use your human, have, use your meat voice. I have been, uh, a, it is a luxurious uh, place for betting. Well, it's a place for luxurious betting. I don't know if the, it's probably a warehouse. You mean betting like mat, like sleep betting, not yeah. like betting on the ponies. Yeah, bet on the luxurious ponies. <laughs> <laughs> the sleeping ponies. No, they're it's the sheets are fantastic. I mean, like I don't know what else to say other than I was, I, I've like bought lots of sheets trying to find something that feels like they do when you get into them at a hotel and they're all cool and smooth. And Bowling Branch like does it and it's fantastic. Uh, and it, they're they're uh, luxurious sheets for a couple hundred bucks. Like we've been sleeping on our Bowling Branch sheets for the last couple weeks. They're great, and- right? 
it's and they just keep getting more comfortable. Like yeah. it's like breaking in a great pair of <laughs> shoes and you know what they do is they get quality uh quality cotton. They don't worry about thread count cuz thread count is a myth. That's not a thing. It doesn't actually affect how soft and comfortable the sheets are. That's the quality of the cotton and they get really really good cotton and they don't just have sheets. They got towels, they got blankets, they got duvet covers. Everything you need to live a comfortable life. Go online, um, go to bowl and that's b o l l and branch.com today and you'll get 20% off your first order plus free shipping. Just use the promo code my brother and you get 20% off your entire order and free shipping. It's sick. I got a message for Mitch. This one's from David. If you want to get a message on the show, just go to maximumfun.org/jumbotron. It's real easy. This message is for Mitch though and it's from David. David says, Dear Mitch, happy late, late, late birthday. Thank you for being there and putting up with me. You're the best girlfriend ever. And although, and it says I have to read this in my wizard swears voice from episode 251. This ladder goes in six directions. It always ends up pointing at your heart. All my love, Dave's. Perfect. I, Griffin? I don't remember if I did that right or not. No, I think you nailed it. You can nailed I read, it? Can, can I read this next one? Yeah, sure. Yeah, because I love it. This message is for Ryan Brent, and his message is from Edbury, and Edbury says, anything that includes happy birthday and for real, real, not for play, play. <laughs> so a lot of, like, lenience there. Yeah, whatever you guys want to do, listen, I'm not the creative one here. He, Edbury understands that he doesn't have a podcast. He's not the one people are tuning in. He wants us to do a little bit of that voodoo that we do. So I could do a, I could do a whole fucking diatribe about how when I was a little kid, I thought that the lady dragon from Shrek was really sexy. But then it's somewhere in there as long as they say happy birthday for real world, not for play play. Then they, yeah. it, would, it would have satisfied this person's demands, much like that, that lady dragon satisfied my confused teenage demands. I enjoy nature. I enjoy the conceit that like your attraction to the lady dragon from Shrek is like something we wouldn't normally hit on the show. That's there's my brother, my brother, me isn't really a forum for a discussion. Not for those, not for those sorts of ideas. But thankfully, Edbury opened that door and said, "Griffin, the next five minutes is all yours. Off the clock, free of charge." (laughs) I've been waiting for a, a fucking wild card opportunity like this for years, and you guys have just never left the door open. Yes, the scales are nice. Thank you to Mitch and David for giving us a little bit more boundaries, so I don't have to hear about Griffin's. Oh, this is a mistake that nobody else is ever going to make. Yeah, you've made the mistake here. Now we all have to live in this self, this mess. It's she's just very big, and I think could swallow me probably pretty easily. Hi, I'm Sydney McElroy, and I'm Riley Smurl, and we co-host a podcast called Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. On our show, we tackle all of the hot teen topics that kids have on their minds today. Hot teen topics? Well, you know, the, the questions that are that are plaguing teenagers through their tumultuous growing years. Questions like, how do I party? Or what do I do with all this hair everywhere? The same questions that people like Sydney had during their years as teenagers. Many, many, many. Okay, not that many. So, so long ago. Yeah, okay, I think they get the idea. So search for Still Buffering on iTunes or MaximumFun.org for new episodes every Tuesday. Still Buffering. I am a teenager. And I was too.
Do you guys want a hard drive filling up? So we need another Yahoo. Yeah, this Yahoo was uh, sent in by Morgan Davy. Thank you, Morgan. It's by an anonymous Yahoo user. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Ooh, intriguing. Who could it be? Could it be the president? Could it be? I don't know. Somebody else. I ran out of people after the president. Wow, Quick update: fuck. Snow is still falling at just an alarming just rate. Really just really bad. Really bad. Um, this anonymous user. Let's call him. Let's just call them who they are. Craig. T. Nelson from Coach. T. Nelson. Sorry that your revival of Coach didn't work out, Craig. Uh, Craig, T- Mr. T. Nelson asks, is being popular in high school a good skill I can use in a job interview? Oh, yeah. Like, one of my best skills was being popular in high school. Everyone loved being around me and wanted my attention, so I think I do great in cells in that regard. Also, I coached... The big team, the big, the big, was it football? Uh, Excuse me, I'm going over your resume here. It says you coached the big team. That can't be right. It says here you were a super cool dude. Did he do football or basketball in the television show? Are you talking about coach? Yeah. I believe he did the football. Him and Gunther? That's not his name, is it? That's from Friends. We'll probably never know. Um, Can you be like, I was well-liked? So you need me. I do great in cells in that regard. I I dated all the cheerleaders. And also was them. Please let me sell your cars. Uh, Please? I was in a horrific lab accident in high school, and I became all of the students all at once. <laughs> I sort of lost my physical, tangible form and became sort of just like a nightmare they all had every night. Um, but it made me, it did make me very popular. I was, I, I, you could say I was literally on their minds. Like, like I I was was kind of a hive mind in high school. I was, uh, on the speech and debate team and the football team and tennis. And I was a lunch lady and a janitor. (laughs) I was, uh, Jared from the pretender when I was in high school and I did every job and was every student and everybody liked me and was in love with me. And some thought I was a woman and a few thought I was a trash can because I was very good at pretending to be a trash. I was very good. I was very convincing. I was this underground lake of shape shifting slime, uh, that, uh, was, was below the school. And, uh, at night I would come back and just sort of repopulate the school, filling up all of the positions. Uh, let me show you this yearbook real quick. That's me. That's me. Now the year, know it. That's me. And the yearbook, me. the yearbook is made of slime and is also mm-hmm. part of me. Anyway, I think I would do great in sales. Can I sells your cars, please? No, uh, please. let me ask you this. Can you try this strategy in a job interview? If you're a, a hyper permissive parent that let high school kids have parties at your house. Like, listen, let's just, let me just put it this way. Mm. I know a few teens. I know where they hang out, and it's my house. (laughs) I'm pretty plugged in to what teenagers are into. If you're, oh my God. Oh my God. If you had hyper permissive parents in high school, if you ever went to somebody's party where it's like, I don't know, uh, yeah, Dylan's parents let us have cool, crazy parties at our house constantly. What if their parents uh, were market researchers. Like, when you went to the party, did you ever see, like, new gadgets or perhaps a new formulation of breakfast <laughs> Did cereal? you have to sign an NDA? <laughs> like, were the boxes labeled and they just had, like, A, B, and C written on what, them? What like, the fuck? This, this Coca-Cola tastes like vanilla. Yeah, that's strange, but what did you think about the vanilla Coca-Cola? Would you tell a friend about it? Would you it? tell ten friends about it? Would it trend? Bryce? Can I fill this form out, please? Have a great time. Hi, I'm, uh, I'm not Dylan's dad, Bry Boy. 
Uh, they call Bri 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 Bri. I'm Bri Bri. I'm not Dylan's dad. That's the important thing. What do you think of the music we're listening to right now? Is this <laughs> how does this does this make you? If you were listening to this in a store, would it make you very compelled to buy something? Compelled to buy something? So so? Not compelled to buy something, or very not compelled to buy something? Man, these red walls are pretty cool, huh? What do you think of this color? Do you think that this color is intriguing? How does it make you feel? Does uh, it make you feel warm or scared? How, how long has the pepper spray that I sprayed in your eyes been burning? And how much longer do you think it would be burning? Would this? Yes, ad- I'll let you out of here as soon as you tell me what I want to know. <laughs> Can you escape from the handcuffs? Are they too tight? Not tight enough. I'd like Very you to be, too tight. I'd like you to meet my friend, uh, Teddy... Cruz. We can just keep his last name Cruz because it's a, it sounds like cool. This is my friend Teddy Cruz. Hey, what's up? Do I seem affable? Would you want to get a drink with me? The so, only way that this works is if you roll into the job interview and do like a sweet kick flip on your skateboard, I guess. I think everybody's on those rolly boards now. Okay, you roll in on your rolly boards. What's a rolly board? You like, know, a rolly board. Like the hover. They're not hover boards, but everybody calls them that, even though they're not that for sure. By definition, not yeah. that. But that's You roll in, you do a kickflip, it explodes underneath <laughs> you, and you get the job. I would give that person a job instantly. Are you kidding me? That would be the fucking sweetest thing I've ever seen in my life. What if the person... Okay, this is... I was going to just claim this idea as my own, but a game-recognized game, uh, Rachel Rosing. This one uh, is Yahoo Answers user bisexual response really just putting a fine point on it um bisexual says no being popular is not a good skill it's not a skill at all what if the person interviewing you was bullied in school what if they were the loser that everyone hated fuck well then bullying is the skill you'd have to use give me the job derek uh, okay i'm gonna pull it and pull your wiener <laughs> And show it to the whole office. No, please. Please. I want six figures. I'm going to pull out your little boy pee-pee and show it to everybody in the office. And I'm going to walk you around and make sure everyone gets a good look at your little your little weenus. You can tell. Is this your family? Is this a picture of your family? They're beautiful. You should be very proud. You should be proud of this beautiful family you made. With your little weenus. <laughs> You, do, you fucking overturn a toilet and dump it on him. I never bullied anybody, so you can tell like I don't know how to do it. I'll bring the swirly to you. The lovely suit. It would be a shame for anything to happen to it. Uh, Justin, you want another question? I would love to. More questions in 2016. That's my thing. I had to console my kindergartners today when they found out George Washington died. <laughs> Rule of threes, man. <laughs> next week we're studying Abraham Lincoln. How can I? <laughs> how can I make next week's topic less traumatizing? Especially when little Billy said, "Just as long as Abraham Lincoln's fine." Whoa, whoa, whoa. Washington, Washington, I could deal with. Okay, I get it. He was old as fuck, but Lanco. That's. Let me finish the question. That's from Bearer of Bad News in California. Thank you. Okay. Now, do your little jokes. It is kind of a shame that you would have to spend the whole class period building up how awesome George Washington was, and it's always going to end with, then he died. Yeah, but that's- He was a super cool dude who did a lot of awesome stuff. Yeah, he was- And he's dead. He was pretty sick. Um, um, yeah, you know how he died? Bloodletting. 
Really? You guys are, like, we did it to him. Had pneumonia and they put leeches on him. They leave that him. out of Hamilton. Whoopsie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. One last ride. Anyway, I'm going to go to the doctor. Uh, we'll catch you guys on Slash the barber. on the flippy dip. One second. I don't think it will be any problem at all. Should be <laughs> I will be back. Right back. And then we got, we're going to that new ham place at 630, right? Tight, tight, tight. Meet you there. Anyway. Hey, yo, doc, what's up? And then up? I've got a plan for universal health care. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you guys where the third page of the Declaration of Independence is buried. I'll tell and I tell you guys, I got this great plan. It's called getting rid of slavery right now in 1770 whatever. <laughs> BRB. Cool, cool, cool. I'm just, listen, I'm, first. Half, I'm halfway done signing the executive order, but I got the carpal tunnel. So I'm going to take a quick physician break and then I'll get back to signing in the executive order to end slavery. I'll just put that Washington on there. Uh um that's rough. Um, you gotta lie to him. And then he ascended. Well, no, not that. Just, like, he's still around. Like, do you, there's still- <laughs> Wait, how is that better? Well, yeah. And he's watching us all to Abraham this day. Abraham Lincoln, our, our, uh, uh, one of our bravest, our most decisive, and also our most secretive president. Where is he today? <laughs> Nobody knows. Well, no, that's horse apples because there's seven billion people on Earth now. In your lifetime, you meet like what, like a hundred? And Abe Lincoln, probably, like statistically, probably is not going to be one of those. It's like Bigfoot. So no. the story is the story you give them is this: Abraham Lincoln was watching a play. Yeah, he got shot in the head by John Wilkes Booth. No, he Three missed. Days later, no, he, no, he got better, and he's like, "Well, I'm not going through this again. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this. Shit. Fuck this. I'm out." Did I'm, you see that shit? I got shot by it, dude. I got I'm shot not in the around. head. Like, I have to go. I don't want to be around anymore. Somebody else can be president. Where are you gonna go? I'm gonna go plant apple trees that cross this great nation of ours. Yeah, I'm gonna just yeah. travel, see the world, and that's the story of the pretender. <laughs> I'm gonna go start anonymous. <laughs> I want to go start an office. Let stupid Andrew Johnson be president for a while. Let people take pot shots at him. This sucks. Wait, who? I'm sorry, who? Andrew Johnson, our 17th president. And is that a real guy? Wow. Maybe Andrew Johnson's our most secretive president. <laughs> I can, do you want me to skip ahead to Grant? I'll skip to Grant. I and, think I only know Washington, Lincoln, Andrew Jackson, JFK. Garfield. Yeah. I know of JFK. Travis. Don't stop. List all the presidents. Isn't JFK you know. when you are playing WoW when you have to leave the room? Stop it. JFK, <laughs> JFK bio break. Bio break. I'm watching JFK on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> Be right back. Gotta find out who this dude is. JFK. Hey, guys, we can start the raid. Back and to the left. <laughs> <laughs> Solid. Um, I don't know my presidents. Who did you think you... What do you think happened after Abe Lincoln got his got? They took some time off. No, I'm saying okay, but like, who do you think followed him? I mean, I know it was the next president, okay. but like, how do you follow up Lincoln? And everybody's like, you're just as good. <laughs> I think you're destined to be forgotten if you're the guy after Lincoln. That's yeah. a fair point. Tell me anything about? Please tell me about this Andrew Johnson guy. Please anything. Um, um, he got probably a pretty surprising telegram one day. 
<laughs> I never thought it would happen to me. He was at, he was just in a ball with all of his friends, and his dad just finished saying, "Andrew Johnson, you'll never amount to anything. You've got to get serious." And Andrew Johnson was all at the mall with his friends, and he was at the uh, pa- the Panda Express, and he's like, "I don't have to listen to him. What's the worst that could happen?" And then he gets a telegram saying, "You're president of the United States." So him and his bodyguard Sinbad went to D.C. And they started running the country, but they started running it how a kid would. So it's like lots of kid <laughs> style. It's like must like everybody gets free hot dogs, and he like filled the Oval Office pool with uh, like marshmallows and stuff, and, and he made it and like um, some of this like his stuffy. Uh, uh, like the stuffy cabinet members, he made them all wear sunglasses and say executive orders like "What's up, dude?" and things like that. And that's how Andrew Johnson, kid president, got his. Start. He was a way better president than Lincoln. Yeah, he was a really cool president. People don't remember. And that is. And how long was he president? Uh, until he was impeached, I think. <laughs> hmm? By which they mean they put him in a big vat of pizza. No, I mean he was in, he was impeached. Oh no. Oh no! What? Don't happened? tell your kindergartners that. That's gonna really bum them out. Lincoln's dead, but I think Johnson got impeached. What? Um, After he did that cool thing with the shades? Uh, wait. He was no. He was not impeached. No, me. No. Don't like fucking cast dispersions. You're um, the one who told me about like his marshmallow pool. What are you worried about factually? Yeah, accurate? but it didn't. They didn't impeach him. They like learned. Like, hey, listen, we've been too serious about everything. We really need to loosen it up. He impeached himself. Because he knew that was the right thing to do for the country. He was the only other president to be impeached other than Bill Clinton. Is that real? Someday somebody's going to write a fucking musical about how fucking wrong you guys are about Andrew Johnson right now. Called Not Without My Johnson. Stop! How could this happen? Yeah, he didn't do a good job. Like, (laughs) in his... In his defense, in Andrew Johnson's defense, he probably didn't think history would remember. And by the way, if Andrew Johnson's whole fucking scam was like, I'm actually going to live super high on the hog and like get crazy <laughs> and buck wild constantly and steal from America and do whatever I want and have sex with lots of broads and guys, whatever, I don't care because history will not remember. And then my middle brother was like, Andrew who? I think his plan worked out Mission. Uh, perfectly. <laughs> Somewhere he dropped yeah. his shades and went, exactly. Exactly. That would be an amazing, now that I think bow, about bow. it, that would be, that would be, that'd be an amazing musical. That'd be an amazing Andrew music. Johnson's Andrew, day off. Andrew, please fucking govern the country. Nah, I'm gonna go. Nah, I'm gonna go bust a nut. <laughs> Andrew, please God, do anything. Our nation is being torn apart right now. Nah, 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 nah. nah, nah. nah pass me them bonbons. Give me those bonbons are stuffed with money. <laughs> it's all, I'm all about the Johnsons, babe. You don't have a you don't have a currency named after you. Nah, is the eighteen dollar bill not yet? I, have you been taking bribes? Yes. And peyote. You guys want to know the dirt? Like, do you guys want to know the dirty <laughs> shit he did? You ready? Mm. Yes. So, get, get your ears ready. Because this shit's dirty. Call Danielle Steele, because uh, it's about to get ribbled in here. The House's primary charge against Johnson was the violation of the Tenure of Office Act passed by Congress the previous year. Specifically, he had removed Edwin M. Stanton, the Secretary of War, whom the Tenure of Office Act was largely designed to protect, from office and replaced it with General Ulysses S. Grant. 
So he booted a dude. He booted a dude who had a law made that you couldn't boot <laughs> For him. him. How bad was he at his job that yeah. his friends had to pass hey, listen, a law to protect him? I know you dudes are going to have to impeach me, but like, <laughs> I got to do what I got to do. I got to get this fool out of office. I got to. the only one who knows my secrets. I got to bust my nut. <laughs> <laughs> that guy walked into the Oval Office like, President Johnson, what are you doing? You're out of here, war general guy. <laughs> Can I suggest a sub podcast, like a new <laughs> podcast series, where we just go like it's for, it's only like forty episodes long. <laughs> <laughs> we just get every president is like, dude. So no, you cannot hide from our ever watchful eye. Like I want to get all the presidents. <laughs> Looking at you, Polk. But you know what? I'm sorry. I've seen Hamilton twice, and you'll never convince me he wasn't our best president. No oh, fuck. <laughs> That's the, uh, that's the end of the show. Thank you so much for listening to it. I hope you have fun. Uh, we have two new, very exciting projects to tell you about. Um, on Tuesday, which is tomorrow, you're going to get two new podcasts. Uh, one is called Still Buffering. That's my wife, Sydney, and my sister-in-law, Riley, uh, who is a teenager, and talking about like how it was being a teen when they were growing up uh, and, and how it is now for teenagers. I learned a lot. Like, I, it made me feel kind of old, but also kind of plugged in, because I wasn't aware that, like, Sydney mentioned bringing, uh, on the first episode, Sydney mentioned bringing, like, a folder of CDs to a party, and Riley was, like, in terror at that idea. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I guess it is kind of whack. I didn't even really think about it. But uh, that's called Still Buffering, and that's on Tuesday. Trav, do you want to tell them about the other show that will normally be on Fridays, but will also have its first episode on Tuesday? Yeah, we're launching a show called Schmanners. Um, it's me and my wife, Teresa McElroy, um, talking about etiquette and manners in the modern age and some stuff that may seem uh, old-fashioned and uh, a little archaic, but I think it still applies in the modern world, and that's kind of our uh, that's kind of our hypothesis. So our first episode is dealing with thank you notes, and our second episode is all about uh, table manners. Uh, the first episode is coming out Tuesday, so tomorrow, and the second one will be up Friday. So you'll get a double dose uh, this first week, and then after that, every episode will be up on Friday. I'm really looking forward to it. My wife is, like, really, really good at this and knows way more about manners and etiquette than I do, and I make no claim to know anything about them. And if you want to find out more about it or just find links to, like, check out the promos, I'm going to remind you, McElroyShows.com has links to all of our projects, including the video projects, so you can find all the My Brother, My Brother, and Me uh, videos. Um, the Monster Factory videos, Griffin's Amiibo Corner. Thank you. There's a new one up, by the way, if you haven't seen it, of Yoshi. Ooh! New Yoshi. Um, um, and maybe some other stuff you didn't already know about, and there's links to all the Twitter accounts and Facebook groups and everything. Go check it out. Uh, and Rachel and I have a podcast called Rose Buddies where we talk about The Bachelor. It's pretty good. Um, and I'm going to get it on a podcast feed before this episode goes up. There, I've said it. I threw my hat over the fence. Um, I also want to say I got the new P.O. Box set up. No, nice. Um, yeah, it's P.O. Box 909, Van Nuys, California, 91408. Um, and I want to thank, uh, I want to thank everybody who sent stuff already. We got a bunch of presents, um, in, in the old P.O. Box. So thanks everybody who sent something. And I want to say a special thank you to Stuart Wellington, who sent me, um, some immune, bo- immune boosters and a first aid kit because I have announced that should I die, Stuart has to take over for me until death do us blart, and he's trying to keep me alive as long as he can. And should Abraham Lincoln die, I will take over as the nation's chillest dude. Thank you to John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of our theme song, It's a Departure, off the album Putting the Days to Bed. 
Uh, you can find it on iTunes. You can find it on Amazon. You can find it wherever music is sold. Suncoast? Is that still a Suncoast, maybe? Goody? Sam Goody? You could probably just buy a Sam Goody at this point. Yeah, sure. And then just keep all the Long Winters albums you find there. Um, And did oh we say God, the other Sam Max? Goody's been out of business for a decade. Oh, oh my God. Um, did Oof. we say to listen to the other Max Fun shows? Do that. Yeah, go listen to the other Max Fun shows. Uh, Stop podcasting yourself, Jordan Jesse Go, uh, Throwing Shade. Uh, so many amazing shows all on the network. Just go to MaximumFun.org. You'll find them all there. All right, that's it. Yep, final Yahoo. Send in by Level 9000 Yadru, Drew, Drew Davenport. Thank you, Drew. It's by Yadru Answers user Cole, who asks, Are all Power Rangers episodes swearless, or do some have swearing for my kids? <laughs> God, I wish. My name is Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. Fuck it's fucking buddies. morphin' time. This is my brother, my brother, and me. Kiss your dad's score on the lips. <laughs> MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. Hello, Internet. I'm Travis McElroy. And I'm Teresa McElroy. She is my wife. And he's my husband. And it is our pleasure to introduce to you a brand new podcast. Schmanners. It's extraordinary etiquette. For ordinary occasions. Teresa, let me ask you this. Can you teach me how to write a thank you note? Yes, I can. How about tips to improve my table manners? I'll do my best. And will you finally explain to me the difference between casual and business casual and cocktail and formal and black tie and all that stuff? If anybody can, I can. But like, it's going to be funny, right? Of course, I'm going to give historical origins and how those manners fit into our everyday lives. How could it not be funny? But also sometimes we'll talk about like burps and farts, right? Yeah, when not to. But we'll still talk about it. Yes. Great. So come join us for our new hilarious show. No RSVP required. Coming to you soon every Friday on MaximumFun.org. It's Schmanners. Manners, Schmanners. Get it? <laughs>